Come in, child. Sit down. I want to. I want to tell you something. There's. There comes a time in every child's life where they need to explore new things. No, I don't. I don't mean drugs. Well, girls. Um. Yeah, you're. You're gonna run into moe and kawaii tootie girls that you would soon call your waifu, but that's that's for later talks. No, I'm talking about putting them down that. Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and those Rugrats, and venture on into the creative, and often psychotic minds of Japanese writers. <laughs> yes, this is anime, a strange new world that you would soon be so obsessed with. You will put aside your desires for anything, including food, and water, and liquids, and sustenance, and, and even a roof over your head, <laughs> just for. That next fix of Suzumiya Haruhi. Yes, anime. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. That was my weird and quite disturbing intro that I had a desire to do. And uh, you I just wanted to call it Anime 101. He has this weird. <laughs> you know, it, there comes a time when you're speaking to your children and you have to explain them to them. Why you have adorable little girl figures sitting on yourself. <laughs> Sooner or later, they're going to wonder why. Dad, why is that cute, chibi character sitting on yourself? And then there comes that talk that every adult has to have with their children. And that is explaining anime. And that's I, kind I of just, the I just make them. I just made them watch, uh, watch Naruto. There's that way, yes. Yeah. So we'll get into that, though. Um, you, of course, you have been listening to Megumeru, which is the intro for Clanad, and that is by Euphonius. And again, this is the Taku Spirits anime cast. We welcome you all for joining us. And uh, I am Andrew, and this is Chris. Yo. And today's episode is going to basically be Anime 101. So we recently had a new member on our forums who, quite shockingly, has just recently join the world of anime. I'm not sure his past experience with anime or whatever, so I'm not saying this is for him, ex- assuming that he doesn't know anything about anime or her. I'm not sure by the name, but yeah. So this episode is basically if either you don't know anything about anime or you have a friend that doesn't know anything about anime and they want to learn about what anime is, this is kind of a walkthrough of it, a one-on-one of it. Starting from the idea of somebody who knows nothing about it to somebody who may know a little bit about it and wants to learn a little bit more. 
some suggestions for those who do know about anime and want to know, you know, what what would be a best way to, you know, uh, indoctrinate their children, so to speak, <laughs> into knowing what anime is. Uh, you know, show ideas, stuff like that. What what somebody would want to be checking out just to get their feel of it and what to expect. I think that's kind of the gist of it. So I've been kicking around this idea for, what, six months? I've been sitting there staring at the same exact article. Yeah, and he wrote we... out this big, gigantic article that makes me want to cry because I'd have to eventually edit it. <laughs> and there, there's the, the gist of it is in there, yes. It is essentially anime 101. To an extent. To an extent. As far as rambling Chris can go. <laughs> yes, it's kind of everywhere. So we're going to we're gonna make sense of it and put it in a coherent way. So we hope you all enjoy and, and join us on this exploration of what little Timmy needs to learn about anime. By the way, didn't we have an opening song? Yeah, I already said that. Did you? Yes. I totally missed it. Yeah, I said it was the intro to Clonad. Okay. Which well, is one of the that. best shows ever. So, we'll I think that's actually that. in my list somewhere. So, what do you want to start? You want to you want to start off with what anime is? Just a uh, brief, brief anime. Brief it, there, there, there's. I don't know if I can be brief. That 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 kind of defeats the whole purpose. Well, of you don't what want we're to explain to do. everything. And the rest <laughs> of the bullets here are completely useless. Anime. There's there's two different kind of parts to anime. There, anime is animation. It's the simple and most. Uh, concrete term you can get in there um but for most of us otakus we tend to lean towards anything that is japanese animation is anime that is um, not a movie <laughs> that is uh, shut up <laughs> uh, i don't want to get into that one right oh, now <laughs> joke. Awesome. but in the most concrete form uh anime is japanese animated films shows whatever have you um, and now, often lately, CG. <laughs> uh, yeah, CG. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. That's that's just they also they also have there is the debatable crowd which says that there is some stuff that has come over to American, and Americans have had their hands in it in some way, shape, or form, and those should be considered anime. Um, there's yeah, also have, like, Korean and Chinese. Yeah, there's now. the Korean and Chinese. There's also Even the European stuff, ones too. There's also the stuff that is American made, American published. Everything is American in it, but it is reflecting the Japanese feel. And so there is those who debate that those are actually anime. We're not here to debate all that, but that is the. We're general not going to debate gist. it, but if unless a director and writer is involved, that is Japanese. It is not anime. <laughs> But we're not going to debate it. We're not going to debate it. <laughs> um, but that's, in a nutshell, what anime encompasses. Pretty much, yeah. It is... The the stigma, of course, in there is that anime is just cartoons for kids. No. But, I will I will stand firmly for but, that. <laughs> but Sailor Moon and, and Dragon Ball Z and, and Naruto's. Yeah, there's, there's shonens and there's shoujos, but, you know, that has nothing to do with what anime is. But the big problem <laughs> in there is that they're censored to all get. The reason why Naruto's on American television is because that neck jab where the guy spurts out tons of blood is not there anymore. <laughs> So yeah, we we have often in America a lot of shows that are on the kids' networks that aren't necessarily kid or origin originally made for kids. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely 
there when when I was when I was way younger when I first started getting into anime, the big thing that I often said to people when they questioned me why I like anime was because anime to me wasn't kids shows. Anime in Japan for me was there was it, essentially there's these animated it's like the Disney's and stuff are there, but you also have not only like in America you have a kids channel. In Japan there is anime animation or animated shows made for all ages. It's not just made for kids. You have the anime show that's made for the the housewife. You have the animated show that's made for the the guy that likes the, the you know the slashers and the guy that likes the the horror films and the and of course the guys that like the the pornography. That is not just a child show kind of thing. They make it for everybody over there. Well, there's also I mean there's there's this the the stigma of of well, it's cartoons, so it should be for kids. And then there's the other stigma that, for some strange reason, uh, anime has picked up. For some reason, a lot of people tend to associate anime with hentai, and yes. that is just that, that that that's the first thing that they see is child porn, child and, child porn. Yeah, and that unfortunately, the only way that you can really kind of break that and it's in it, and that's something that you're going to have, have to great, take very very slow. I have a great way of breaking that. Or, or a way of refuting that. So you say, because there is, yes, there are shows with very young girls in in sexual situations in Japan, on the shelves, sitting there. Pornography, pretty much. Um, they have, of course, big busted women on there that are older. They have all this pornography made from animated characters. It just, that's the human world. That is, unfortunately, something people have created. But you can't discount all of the animation that they have built, all the great stories that they have told, um, fantastic writing skills out there. Like I, I've mentioned before, Death Note is one of the most amazingly written shows, most cleverly written shows, and there's no pornography in it. So the best way to break that stigma and, and break that argument is to say, well, so do you go watch Iron Man when it came out? Well, yeah, that's a live action, right? Yeah, it's not a cartoon. Okay, well, there are live-action pornography all over the internet. That must mean that everything that's made out of Hollywood must be pornography, right? <laughs> See, the argument doesn't work. And even still then, your your Hollywood shows and action shows have sex scenes in them. They might not show as much, but they're there, and they're getting worse and worse. So the idea that just because one studio makes pornography means that every studio makes pornography is just like saying just because one adult filmmaker out there makes pornography means that everything out of Hollywood is pornography. It, it's just a, it's just an incorrect term. It just doesn't make any sense. All right. So now that we go down the list, um, what is an otaku? What is an otaku? Well, an otaku, there's, I, I, I kind of split us up into two groups. There is, if you go into Japan and you go and start ranting about how much of an otaku you are in Japan, you're probably going to get looked at a little bit funny. Because otaku in Japan, they're kind of a pariah. They don't they don't like otaku so much. Well, the problem there is that in America, we often find we have the old saying of own up to what you are. Yeah. Be be proud of what you are. If you're a goth, go out there and be proud of it. And if anybody says anything about you being a goth, 
they're just haters and we're all going to just destroy those people that think you're bad because you are what you are. Well, in Japan, it's different in Japan. In Japan, you you are a part of you are a cog in a in the grander scheme. So, if you are breaking away from the the collective as a whole, in which technically what an otaku is is separating themselves from the greater good. They're often seen as the neats, which are yeah. mm-hmm. essentially no education employment or training those are people that just live off their mother or whatever and do nothing but go out and buy more anime and then go back in their room and do nothing so they're often seen as yeah that that dropout that 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 bum the guy that doesn't do anything in his life kind of thing and and in a lot of cases they probably won't say anything to you unless they're really really nice and they like you and they'll say but they won't even do it in a in a way that'll kind of be direct. It'll be kind of turn like, himself, and he'll uh, have that <laughs> keychain that has the cute character on it, and hope that you see it. Like, I wonder if you'll notice it, and then we can start a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they'll 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 be very gentle, and 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 they'll say it in such a way that you you may not even find out right away that hey, otaku's are not good in in uh, in in Japan. Now, us in America. That's why I t- where I came up with the idea of a Western otaku. I it's I think I've heard it outside of my conversations. No matter how you but see it, we're different. We're di- we're different. we're not we're not Japanese yeah. otaku. We we are effectively geeks. That's all we are. We're just Japan anime geeks. We enjoy it. We love it, and the, and we geek out when when we see certain things, and we just get super excited. And that's that's where kind of the term Western otaku is born from. I guess we both face our own issues here, and in Japan, it's like, oh, he's just an otaku, you know, don't, don't, you know, shh, don't, don't look, kind of thing, <laughs> as, we, as we joke about in, in the in the uh, the stereotypes that they make in anime, <laughs> don't, don't look at it, kind of thing. Um, whereas in America, and and even in Japan, you still have that; it's there, it's real. But even in the Western cultures, I mean, if I go to my coworkers and say that I just got, you know, Hatsune Miku Project Diva and I'm playing the heck out of it and it's got these cute little anime looking characters, even then that freaks them out. Or I, I play Conception 2 on my Vita and they're just kind of like, oh, it's that Japanese weird stuff. Like, like you know, hey, there's a whole culture over there in Japan. Why wouldn't you want to be open to what they have to give to us? I'm trying to get my coworker to watch Death Note even, a live action. It's like... Oh, that's like Godzilla, where their mouth moves, but the the phrases don't come out right. And it's like, no, it's just here's a different creative writing. Why can't you just see it just as that? I'm not even going as far as making them watch a magical girl, but there's still that that stigma there. There's there's the oh Japanese cartoons. That's that's weird. Are you into that kind of thing? But at least we're in the age of internets, where we weren't we didn't have a long time ago where. Yeah, you hope that your friend just suddenly popped out of nowhere and had a binder with, you know, a cute anime character on it. <laughs> These days, you just go Google search, you know, anime forum, and boom, you're now talking with people that are like-minded with you, that, that love the shows that you love. So, we're, we're in a, an exciting era, so it's a little more easier to find people that are more accepted of us. And I guess that's why, like I said earlier, the goths and stuff are more accepted now, because they have a way of talking to each other, which we didn't really have before. So yeah, now that we know what otaku is, now we know what anime is, do you want to get into terminology or do you want to get into starter anime? What, what, what do you think we should get into next? I think we should go into some more terminology, get a, get a few of those out of the way, and then we can go into genres. and Yeah, so that when we go to talk about the genres, you're not completely confused. Yeah. Let's talk about when, when somebody says, that's kawaii moe, 
that's your 2D girl that's going to be your waifu. What does all that mean? <laughs> I guess waifu's not really a Japanese term. I don't I don't think I've ever heard it in anime. It's more of an internet thing. You see a cute girl, you say, here's my waifu. So so if I go ahead and do the koi and, and moe, you're going to go ahead and cut me down right away? Or do you want to say it and then, there and then me jump in? There is going to be a difficult thing here. <laughs> um, and you kind of explained it in the last paragraph that you were talking about on this in this write-up. Um, before we get into anything, just so you know, there are a few problems in the uh, quote-unquote Japanese Webster Dictionary. And that's really the fact that a lot of terminology are... They have their origins, they have their uses, and then they have what they become. And often all that gets really mixed up. Uh, one good example is Yuri. Yuri originally was created because back a long time ago, which Yuri for now's sake is... I guess that's not that's the only one that's not really confusing, but for now's sakes is, you know, girl-girl love in an anime. It was originally created to. Dis- it was a often a word u- or name given to a female character that was lesbian in old shows, and that kind of got the genre name of Yuri, and that's how we use it now. But it's just the same thing. A lot of these words we're going to talk about had an origin, it got its use, and then it kind of just blossomed into a lot of different things. So a lot of them have different confusing definitions. So. I'm going to disagree with a lot of things he says. He's going to disagree with things I say, but <laughs> you're going to get an idea of what they are in the end, and we're not going to try to drum on them too much because I think we've already argued the Moe thing. So <laughs> Moe let's get thing. into Moe. Moe. <laughs> okay. There is the term, the, the kawaii means cute. Moe means cute. Now, where the real difference becomes is a lot of people seem to confuse the two as the same thing. But a pro- the problem is, is that moe is kind of it, as if you were to say, if a guy was looking at a girl and he was to say, oh, she's cute. But if you were looking at a little girl, you would say, oh, she's cute. Well, there's two different stances in that. If you are saying cute in in the pronunciation that she is attractive or sexually attractive for a lack of a better term then that would be more more moe and if the cute the girl is just flat out cute that would be a kawaii girl so that's really where i differentiate the two um that is my person from what i have researched and i've seen and my brother has a different take on it well, when Moe was going to be set as a new domain for the internets, uh, which actually got uh, a greenlit back in April. It was actually originally an April Fool's joke. And that is .moe. Uh, so when they went to subscribe to that, the original writer did a lot of research and he tried to write it out as, as well as possible for somebody to understand. And it, it kind of made sense to me. But again... This is their point of view of it, and it could be completely different in, in other people's cases. Because essentially what happens is moe becomes what you think it is. It's, got, it's one of those words. It's not a literal word. Kawaii is a literal word. When something is cute, they say kawaii. It has been around for a long time. I'm not sure exactly how long, so don't quote me on that. But moe, when it was originally produced, was an idea of blossoming uh, to burst out. This is that's, that's, That was the term of moe as they describe it. And then over time, the otaku culture has taken that word as meaning just that, but a little bit more in something that's cute or makes you just jump out and say that is moe. You're jumping out. You're 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 blo- you're you're booming out. 
And that's, I guess, the best literal way because it's, it's you're translating what they believe it is, and it, and of course, getting lost in translation there. Um, but I think a lot of ways they take it is um, when a girl is at the point in which she has becoming attractive. Uh, one example I always give is Lucky Star when uh, one of the girls puts on glasses and she becomes now a lot more attractive. The girl immediately jumps out and says, "Moe." She's just blossomed into something more attractive. So, yeah, I guess you can use in that sense of sexual, if something becomes more sexual. Um, I guess I, I, I tie that in with uh, attractiveness. So, yeah, if... I can see it being used both ways, but, again, that is something that is... You make it what it is, and if that's what you make it, then that's what Moe's going to be. I take it as something that is blossoming, something that is is I guess the other term is be budding, you know, just just suddenly becoming more attractive. You know, they put the glasses on, they become more attractive, boom, it's moe. Um, while I guess the original literal translation was something that excites you, something that becomes apparent to you, that excites you, it becomes moe kind of thing. So take that as you wish. Moe is a very difficult word. We, <laughs> Kawhi we, we, is not too we're difficult trying, to make. We're trying is to... just playing out something cute. When a cat walks out of a box and trips over, a lot of people say kawaii, and it's not. I'm never diff- going to say moe to a cat, <laughs> right? You, kawaii is not a not a confusing word to me. It, no matter what, if something looks cute, they're going to say kawaii. A, a bunch of schoolgirls walking down the street, and the cat trips, they all go kawaii. You know, it's it's just. And yeah, I'm sorry, I totally butchered that. But <laughs> it, it's a simple term. But moe is a completely different story. Good luck with that one. But you have some ideas there now, so take it as you wish. So do you know what a shota is? You're going to have to help me a lot with the, all these because I don't. I, I have not taken the time to memorize all these. Okay, a lolly? You know what that is, right? A lolly is just a young girl. Or okay. a young, yeah, just a young girl. A shota would be the exact opposite. A, a, an old girl. No, a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just jumped into that one as a joke. A shota is a young boy. It's not as is common, but nobody it, uses shota because nobody cares. It, about it's boys. out there. It is out there. <laughs> I kidding. kid I'm you kidding. not. I'm kidding. Um, it, the, there is the lollies, um, and a lot of us, you know, we we coined the joke, the joke, and we've we've embraced it. The the whole lollycon thing. Um, it's the shota would be the exact opposite. So those are, those are out there. Um, what else do we got? I want to point out though that a lolly is not a lollycon is not a good term. From what I've heard, a lot of people in Japan lo- calling yourself a lollycon is not a good thing. So don't don't jump into Japan and say I am a lollycon because you see a bunch of cute yeah probably characters that's up on probably walls. that's they're going to probably arrest you. <laughs> that's probably worse than it, it's <laughs> almost ex- <laughs> it is almost as, as it is pretty much as close to a pedophile as you can get. Um, now it's not necessarily, again, just like Moe, whatever you want to make it out to be, what you make it, whatever you want to make it. But, um, and, and a lot of things in anime in respect to this anime one-on-one, a lot of things in anime are made to make, be cute. It's what sells. People like cute things. Um, and often a lot of that involves very cute young girls. Um, not necessarily in a sexual way, but yeah, there's people that make it in sexual ways. It doesn't mean that everything is sexual, but... A lolly is often used more than Shota because you don't really have as many young boys looking as cute and adorable unless they're traps. Which unless they're traps. <laughs> let's get into traps. Traps are pretty much <laughs> well, a actually, boy dressed up as a girl and a girl dressed up as a boy, and it 
confuses the main character when in an anime. So that's the idea is you're you're going after something that's cute and then you go, "Oh yeah, by the way, that's a boy." And then boom, there's a trap. That's that's the idea behind that term. Uh before you uh, well, unfortunately, you already got through it, but boom. I wanted to wanted to say real quick um the the ter- the the actual Japanese word for girl little girl is onanako, um, and the the uh, the actual word for a boy is otokonoko. So it, those two words, if you ever hear those, those are uh, the actual terms for those. Shota is kind of just a. Uh, I don't know if it's just the more proper term. I know that lolly is not. Lolly is actually a short shortened word for Lolita, mm-hmm. which is actually based in a book somewhere about yeah, uh, a guy who... Yeah, where they created it. No, it's actually... No, actually, it's 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 the name of a girl or something like that in a book. Right, just like Yuri, where that was a name that they give lesbians. That's why now it's used as a genre. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying it. It's, it's not... Like I was explaining to you earlier, a lot of these words are what you would deem as slang, but... They have their origins. They're not really scientifically needed in the world. They're they're not in your Merriam dictionary. It's just something we've created, kind of thing. So, all right. Yeah. So, what else do we got? Do you want to get into genres yet? Do we have any more? Do we have any more words down here? Uh, I don't know. This is your written thing. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> uh, you talk about magical girls. That's that's something we'll yeah. get into later. Just go right into the genres then. Oh, arcs. But before we get into the genres, do you want to get into starter anime? I don't want to get into genres until we start, start talking about uh, starter anime. Well, the the whole idea behind the, the starter animes is in each genre, you're going to have different starter animes. Unless you think that... Well, like I was explaining, I'll, I guess I'll, I can jump right into that. Um, anime is kind of a tricky thing because when you're getting somebody into it or you're explaining it to somebody to try to get them into it or somebody comes to you and say, I want to get into it. Uh, the problem you might have is immediately you're going to say, well, what do you like? Well, okay, then go watch this because this has everything to do with it. The problem with that is that the way that they do certain genres is not quite how we do it in America uh, or or other countries, not just uh, America. Uh, so like I, my prime example was my neighbor. He is way into sports. So if he comes to me and says, well, show me an animated watch. I'm not going to say go watch Hajime no Nippo, or I'm not going to say go watch uh, Free or some kind of sports show. Oh, please don't tell him to go see Free. (laughs) Don't do go watch Free. (laughs) That would be the quickest way to get him not watching it. Um, But yeah, you can't really say go watch those because a lot of those shows is not just about the sports. If he likes watching a basketball game where they go back and forth on the court, watching a basketball game. Basket would be good. Yeah, because apparently that. that one is is very heavy into the actual sport more than the drama. I guess, yeah, but see that it's a lot of these shows have more to do with the drama than just the game itself. They're not about uh, true. They're not about physical skill. They're often fantasy, like Hajime no uh, or Kuroko no Basket. That one has gone so far into Dragon Ball Z, it's not even funny. It's it. They they got people powering up and jumping across the field. It's nothing to do with basketball anymore. Um. So the way the point I make that is that I can't say go watch those sports anime because it's going to completely throw him off because he's going to go why why am I talking about these people in their house? Where's the basketball game? <laughs> um. So when I say starter anime, it's more. It shows that can get people started before you get them into the genres because they need to understand. They don't. You you need to kind of 
slowly move them into this anime, or if you're new to it, you need to slowly get into anime before you jump out there and get cultural shocked. Because a lot of the problem that of people getting into new anime, into anime itself, is the culture shock. You're coming in and you go, boom, what is all this weird stuff? Why is this girl over here laughing yeah, I'm so not weird? Gonna, I'm not going to hand... Going, ho, 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 rather than laughing. Stuff like I'm that. Not, I'm not going to hand somebody uh, uh, Ritetsu... Uh, what's her, what's his name? Hozoki no Ritetsu. Right. Yeah, that, the, that would be a little bit kind of off for people. <laughs> and it's easier for, for us when we were kids because we started out with Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z. It's easy for a kid to get an anime because they're looking for... You can easily say, go watch you know, Naruto. Go watch these... These shows about powering up and, and and overcoming adversity, those are yeah they're simple. not yeah they're not they're not they're not they're more elastic as far as right. acceptability. It's the action. It's the yeah. It's the on the spot drama, the powering up, the shooting shooting fireballs and stuff like that. Whereas uh, an adult or an older person are gonna are gonna have a problem with watching those types of shows because they're kind of mindless in that sense. And but we still like them. We like the Naruto's and stuff, not the censor stuff, but. So, a good starter anime is going to be something that, even if you're in America, you're going to understand it because you've watched the Disney show, the Disney animated shows, the, the more epic family-oriented shows. So, when I say a starter anime, I, I, in my opinion, suggest those ones because those are the ones that anybody can get into. And that is, you know, like Wolf Children, anything Studio Ghibli that has to offer, there are they're often... Studio GB is pretty much the Disney of Japan. They're the ones with the high budgets. They're the ones creating beautiful artistic anima- uh, animations that And they're they're also more more inclined to be not not necessarily targeted more for western audience, but they're more acceptant of western audience. Right, they're not so, hitting you with the culture shock. Yeah. They're, they're, so you can watch Princess Mononoke and it's just an epic story of you know, yeah, uh, wolves and spirits, and, exactly, and and wolf you, girl. And you don't have to. Stuff. You don't have to go into it understanding the the culture, as you were saying, your culture shock thing. You don't have to understand their world. They don't. They don't have, for lack of a better term, inside jokes. They don't have things that require you to understand in order to understand why are they laughing right now? Why is that man upset because she just called him, you know, her his grandpa or something like that? Things like that. That. You have to watch a lot of anime before you start getting those jokes and why they're funny. GG. Uh, <laughs> yeah, inside jokes kind of things. But yeah, I, I suggest definitely anything Studio Ghibli. Wolf Children is another good example of a great show. Uh, Grave of the Fireflies, Spirited Away, um, Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, and I'm seeing Princess Mononoke, of course. Don't 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 give nobody Grave of Fireflies right away. <laughs> Shoot! Oh my gosh! It, save that one for when when you just need that clincher. You you know when when you they're got them you, when, when when they're getting into it and you're like, okay, now you want to see what 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 Japanese can really do? Do I mean do you really? Because once you watch this, that's it. And no no no, I'm not watching it with you. <laughs> and, it, and it's. It may be uh, a little more difficult, but for live actions, Death Note's a really good one. If you know the person is into uh, dark yeah, stories, one one I thing that I live action. One thing really I would on say right away. Now, Shonen is kind of in a different category, so so I'm not really kind of pointing at them per se. But now remember, you got to explain what Shonen is. Shonen, Shonen is is shows that are geared towards boys. Now. The the better way to put it is kind of an action orientated story, 
but th- when when somebody refers to a shonen, you're really talking about Dragon Basically, Ball the, the Z. The term shonen just means young children, young young, young, young boys. boys. Just like they have what was the girl one? Uh, shojo. Shojo. When it, when they say shojo, it means just young girls. It is shows that are just that is their whole purpose is to capture that audience. Right now, the it tends to lean towards. Uh, Action orientated, the power ups, the Naruto, Naruto, Bleach. No, Inuyasha would be shojo. Strangely enough, I'd be right in the middle. (laughs) I enjoyed it back in the day, even though it didn't end. (laughs) Another story. Um, But but the 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 main point is is let's just put those off to the side for a second. When I'm talking about what I'm saying, I'm not talking about shonen. Shonen is in a weird category. What I'm getting ready to say is when you're telling somebody, okay, go watch a show, try not to lean towards these shows that are 24, 50 episode, 100 episode, because you're going to overwhelm somebody very quickly. Try to stick with OVAs if you can. Um, Those are really the best ones because those are quick, in and out. Um, They can get the taste of it. Uh, Movies are perfect because... That's why I'm kind of pointing out more movies because they're just... Okay, you want to see it? Here, boom. Here's this Here's this DVD right here. Go go try it out. And then after that point, okay, try this other DVD. And after a while, then you start to slip in. Okay, now let's try some 13-episode shows yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, now, a shonen is slightly different because I, I don't care who you talk to as far as an, an otaku is concerned. When you ask a person what, what really got them into the anime, usually nine times out of ten, you're going to hear a shonen of because some sort. Because they were young. Usually because they were young. Um... It's just shonens are kind of they're geared in a way that they're kind of designed to kind of tug you along very gently. Here's this big world. Now let's explore this little part of it. Yeah. Oh, you want you like that over there? We're, we're waiting on that. Let's let's go over here first, and then they kind of slowly move you over to that one. And they place they, they, they always have that one thing over there that you really want to see, and they it. never show it. <laughs> that last power up. You're waiting for it. <laughs> Episode two hundred and forty three. Yeah, he's gonna start charging up. But yeah. Um, how yeah, long? Guess, how long did it take for for Goku to reach Super Saiyan? I know Super it was at Saiyan? the end. Yeah, it was at the end of uh, the Vegeta. Oh, I don't know what how many episodes that would have been though. I guess about one hundred and fifty, probably. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it because they had the whole, you know, Kaioken period of time, and <laughs> him dying three times, and then yeah. And eventually going up to the moon or something like that. So what else do Damn we it, got? Sorry. So, so I we, guess we've, we've gotten the starters out there now. Just no, no, no. Genres you, in general. We what what are your starters? Because I know you want to I just say your all of them. Did you? Yeah, the oh, Ghibli okay. films, Wolf Children, Death Note, the movie, live action movie. Uh, we've mentioned OBAs, and if they, as you slowly get them into it, then move on to the thirteen. You can stuff you can try a couple of the, the genres. You can probably hit a couple of like Battle Angel. Um, Ghost in a Shell. It was kind of stand, not ghost, not standalone com- complex, just Ghost in a Shell. Yeah, the original Ghost in the Shell was a, was a good. Quick it was and compact and it, and it and it was great world. If if anybody says that they like you know like Shadowrun and stuff like that, boom, there you go. Uh, Battle Angel had had a had a feel. Now these are kind of dated, but they're they're really good as far as catch people. Um, but they're not going to know. It's like, oh my gosh, this this, this anime is looks really dated. Another you might see one. That it's not Disney CG kind of stuff, though. Another one that would be good, but you're going to want to wait until they're a little bit more acceptant. Would be Evangelion. That's a no. Uh, 
That is definitely not happening. You do not do that no, until they are no, ready. No, no. You, you, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You want to give them a little bit of time. Wait was, until they're gonna, they're ready before because and you'll know when when somebody is acceptant. I was gonna that'll jump. that'll be another one of those clinchers, just like Grave of Fireflies. It's it's one of those if you can accept Evangelion, you're in. You're on the path to being an otaku, no matter yeah, how I was, you look. I at was going to joke about shows not to show people. That was it, for their starter, and that was going to be Evangelion. Yeah, don't ever give that. Because they're going to go, "What the hell just happened? <laughs> I don't know if I want to touch these." <laughs> watch things somebody. Anymore. Watch somebody go and give them furikuri. You just ruined it. You just destroyed every every chance that person will never look at anime. But yeah, when they start getting into it, definitely Death Note. Also, the animated ones, a good. That's good a good 50, 50, 50 shows. The idea is to say, okay, here's here's this. You can accept this. And then after a while, you get him to that point and you go, I got you. Boom. And then you spring on him the crazy stuff. And that's me on Genesis. <laughs> and that's stuff with creative writing. Like I said, Death Note is one of those uh, creative writing. When when they cry would be a great, great clincher as well. If you're okay, if, if you know that they're okay with bloodshed. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're going into the psychological thrillers. That's where that's where the really. I'm sorry, in my opinion, that's where the good meat is. That is the good stuff. Well, like right we there. mentioned before, why we like anime in our previous episode. It was just what what has me enthralled in anime isn't really the cutesy stuff, which I, I enjoy it. But what gets me into the anime is the Japanese writers, and there's 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 so many out there that has really creative minds, and that you see that in Death Note, and you see that in in uh, a lot of these psychological thrillers is. It's, it's stuff that you just don't see in America, and that's the idea you're bringing to them. You're saying, here's this, get comfortable. Now, this is why you come here. This is what sh- this is where the creative writing is. It isn't the club shows. Yeah, you'll, you'll probably touch the club shows later, but this is what, this is what sets them apart, I think, is, is my key point. Yeah. yeah, the club shows, that's, that's a good, cute, fun laugh here and there. But when it comes down to it, I mean, when, what, what we really come to the table for is... The when they cry, the death note. The Another one of the grabbers, Clonade, is one of the best romance Clonade. comedy type shows. They'll probably love that once they're at that point. Um, Air Tannen, all of the key stuff. Key, oh man, anything that's just... key. That is a good grabber right there. Once they get that past that point, that's the grabbers key. Yeah, shows. once they're acceptant of that culture, because you're gonna make them ball their eyes out, and that's the point once you kind of come and you say, I "Got you, man." Here's some tissues. You're a brother. You're a brother. <laughs> Cry on my shoulder, brother. We are a taku. We come together. That's how it's so creepy. So, where are Gun we Gunslinger now? Girl. That's another good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's but probably if you look in our our top anime picks on our website otakuspirit.com, if you look at top picks, a lot of those are the grabbers. Those are the ones that after you've indoctrinated them into the Wolf Children, the Ghiblis, those are the ones that you show them and say, okay, welcome to anime. The Ramoni Kenshins, the, the Kokoro Connects, the, uh, that's Tana another Katari. thing. That, that's an, that's another thing to talk about as far as, as, as far as stamina. Um, I've actually, somebody mentioned it once to me in our forums. Um, they, I, I had mentioned that I had watched through fairy tale, which is almost a hundred, almost 200 episodes now. And I did it in the, in the course of about a week or so. And he was like, "Wow, dude, how did you do that? That's that's you're you're a machine." And I'm like, "Not really. I just I know my stamina level. Uh, you 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 need to start out slow. Don't don't go 
right directly into Shonen shows, watching five, six hundred episodes all at one time, you are going to burn yourself out like crazy. Well, that's just like um, that's like uh, American televisions where you have you know five season long shows. A lot of people just can't really sit down there and get caught up on you know the Breaking Bad's and the and the Game of Thrones or any of those other. Lost was another big one that everybody was on about. You have to. You have to, like we did with with uh, a show recently, we had to set, okay, every night, two episodes. And that's about two hours. Every night, two episodes. And you'll eventually get up there. Yeah, you you, you do have to pace yourself. Uh, you can do uh, a, uh, an OVA in, in a day. You can possibly binge a 12-episode a show through through a weekend. I would be careful about that, but yes, you can do that. Um, I spreading them out over a week is is usually a safe bet. Now, if, if you get to the level where you can you can binge through that many in in a, in a day or two, I wouldn't do it very often. <laughs> that's that's gonna kill you. It really will burn you out very quickly. So it will be, literally kill you. It, be careful. Death by Moe. <laughs> Death by Moe. Um, just be care. All I'm saying is just be careful with that. Uh, don't you will know if you start fidgeting. That's usually generally a sign that you're getting bored of it. Stop. Just stop. Take a break. Go do something else. Find something else to watch. Um, Don't, do not burn yourself out. That is the worst thing you could possibly do. I like how you kind of mold us into not stop talking about getting somebody an anime, more about somebody getting an anime. I just realized that most of my stuff has been oriented around getting somebody an anime. they, They both work. So if, yeah. These are these are suggestions. All right, what do we got next? Uh, genres time. Oh, we, we we haven't done this yet. Then I'm scrolling down. I shouldn't be scrolling down. <clears throat> so we already pretty much got a lot of this. Is uh, a lot of these genres already kind of poked at? But we're gonna we're gonna start diving into them more. Which you have the first one you have is gritty dramas, dramas and action oriented. Why do you have them both together? Because they're really kind of to me in in the same category. Um, I think that those ones are kind of like the uh, Uruto Mono. Um, let's see what else do I got in the list. You should have bolded them. I know. Well, I wasn't expecting to do it this way, but uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, your flashy guns, your power-ups, your... Dragon Ball Z. That's all you have listed, really. And then later on you have dramas as being your key shows. Key shows, yeah. Um, basically the point of these are, is, is that they they are the, between the, the, the stuff that grips your heart, the stuff that gets your heart moving, it gets you, gets you excited, draws you in, just, just, you, you just got to see what's going on next. Um, I like how you explain it. So I don't want you to think all anime is a bunch of fluff and rainbows. No, I promise you that there is, wouldn't be as many people following it at this point. All of us get sick of candy at some point. Besides, what is so interesting about beating the bad guy with the power of friendship 500 times? Nah, sometimes you just gotta blow it up and with the <laughs> ultimate spell in your arsenal. I mean, why kill him when you can overkill him? <laughs> yeah, the section before that was... was You're a little more was... creative in your writing than you talk. <laughs> this is probably the most stable of the genres. People may stray into other subsets, but they always come back to this at some point. They just stick. Mostly because they tend by some form of protagonist that is always a believable character that you can relate to, dealing with some form of situation. 
They tend to work hard and they tend to be absurdly strong. But at that point, you don't care. <laughs> From cool and posing robots to flashy guns. There's your flashy guns. To mystical fruits <laughs> to the insane oh, mystical fruits. <laughs> what were they called in Dragon Ball Z? I don't know. I was talking about One Piece. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dragon, Ball, or Dragon Ball Z had that, that super fruit that... I don't oh no, know. the beans. The sensu beans. Oh, there were sensu beans. Okay, never mind. They're not fruits. Well, that just ruined it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, to the insane space martial arts. Swords that are found in the depths of your soul to the sports shows. One thing these all guys all have in common, that they don't kick your butt this time. They will destroy yours next time. <laughs> these shows tend to be lighter in the content, but dark content is not out of reach. Protagonists tend to be gung-ho and work hard and to be strong and genius or overpowered to uh, is not but overpower is not left out i don't i totally screwed that one up uh, but yeah anyways i think i think i read enough of that <laughs> <laughs> you just like how i read it uh, it's like it wasn't writing, i wasn't when i was writing it, it didn't sound like that in my head but you make it sound epic <laughs> the dramas tend to be more low key then uh, Moki, then the adventures, but by no means they dismiss the group of people. They are emotional roller coaster. Most, I was going to say emotional roller coaster rides. These tend to uh, push the boundaries of your heart, forces you to evaluate what you will and will not see in yourself. From love triangles to student deaths, nothing is withheld from what you may have to deal with. You will love these characters or hate them. But be sure you will know the characters better than they know themselves. Because you will see them when they don't want to be seen. <laughs> I added that. Good dramas to look at. There's Clannad, Air TV, anything key pretty much is, is what he's getting at there. A town where you live. Boy follows the... Uh, is, is this another one? That's a, oh, that's, that's, a quick, that's the show yeah. itself is the town where you live. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I got that one. Yeah. Any ideas? That's what? You, I, I, you pretty much, uh, we were talking about the uh, the high the, action ones. I mean, if yeah. you're if you're getting if you're just getting into it, uh, I don't suggest really Dragon Ball Z unless you're a younger person. You want that action uh, kind of Dragon stuff. Dragon Ball Z I, Kai supposedly is a lot better than Dragon Ball Z was. And plus, supposedly. you would be happy they dropped like the entire what what is it the boo or I think the they cut out a lot of episodes of charging up. Yeah, they did that. <laughs> but yeah, Uthwaramoto is, is a definitely a good one. Um, Gunslinger Girls, I would add that one to the mix. Um, you wouldn't consider that more uh, psychological thriller? It's both. Um, it does have a lot more... It is. It doesn't have that much action in it, but it is there. And what it is, when it does have it there, it is really awesome. Uh, Katana Gatari is another amazing one if you want to add that to the collection. A lot of that's more dialogue, though, but every episode pretty much has a fight involved with it. Code Geass is a lot more psychological, but it does have the action in it. Again, Neon Just Evangelion is an amazing one. Um, Sora Online is another good one if you're okay with uh, you know, the more gamesy, but I don't really call it a game-type show. It's more... Uh, it's dealing with more things than just they're in a video game. It border it borders on the edge of high fantasy on that one. So right because at no point are you getting into the uh, they touch the game aspects of it, but they are actually human beings stuck in this world where you can die. So it it it, it doesn't feel gamey, even though it should be. 
Farfner and the Asur, would you consider that adventure or would you consider that psychological thriller? More beating the crap out of you because you just got connected to that character. <laughs> psychological thriller then. <laughs> Psych- destroy your mind thriller. Dinokoi is another kind of high, semi-high action. So yeah, there's, there's plenty of options out there for action because there's... It just it's just trying to find those ones that aren't going to be the two hundred episodes shown in that that people can suggest to you that most people that are going to suggest those to you are going to be the shown in the, the extremely long shows. So yeah, why are we scrolling around? You thought we missed I don't know. somehow somehow our uh, my magical girl section got cut out. That nobody's upset about that. <laughs> All right, the dark and the twisted. Well, you we already named a couple of them in the action bit. Um, are we, are we going all the way? Let me, let me, what you, is your, is your thing for this one pretty interesting too? Probably. This is the meatiest of dramas. This is where you start to question your own humanity. When people walk in their room, you turn it off quickly because you're afraid <laughs> they'll question your psychological state. Forget about Magaka, mangaka. It's obvious he's off his rocker. <laughs> Forget about the mangaka. Mangaka. What is a mangaka? Mangaka is is the person who is actually writing the mangas, and, and most anime most animes are 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 based off of mangas. So mangaka is effectively your original writer. Still, no, we got that out of the way. Forget about him. He's off Forget his rocker. About about <laughs> Forget about that guy that writes the mangas. He's obviously off his rocker because <laughs> they apparently have rocking chairs in that <laughs> manga room. But you have to see. But you have to love seeing a world. That is just more insane than your own. It makes you appreciate what you have. What would you do in this situation? We would like to tell ourselves we wouldn't do that, but deep down, we kind of wonder, how far would you go? Then, there is just those characters that you just are so wrong that you have to see, what are they going to do? What makes them, what makes them tick? Why are they just so sick? Why do we love it? <laughs> is, is it a self-confirmation to set ourselves aside and say, well, I'm not that bad? <laughs> is, is it a perverse desire to see the dark as possible? Or maybe it's just torture porn that we like. Whatever. It may be. There's plenty of anime. Generally, these shows tend to force a contrast. They will tend to, to add a character that is super cute. In the darkest of situations, it makes you go, why are they there? <laughs> or a super dark character dealing with a morally flawed ideals. Either way, is lacking of message, is, is lack of messing <laughs> with your hair, but there's no lack of messing with your head. Shows that are consistent, considered on the dark and twisted path. Death Note is a very good one. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> I had to add that in there. What would you do if you had a notebook that could kill people just by writing their names in it? When they cry, or when cicadas cry, school life, well, just watch it. You be the judge. Future diaries. <laughs> a whiny boy has a diary that can tell the future. <laughs> whiny boy. <laughs> it's a whiny boy has a diary that can tell the future. The god of time and space puts him into the battle royale with 11 others. Their own diaries that can tell the future. And he can only rely on some crazy woman who's obsessed with him. 
and will kill anybody to make sure he survives. And says Yuki a lot. <laughs> says Yuki a lot. <laughs> I like these. <laughs> You're having more fun with them than I did writing them. <laughs> Every now and then I get stuck on words, but I'm, I'm getting better at it. It's not the, that I have the best way of writing in the world, so it, you you do really good for what I have written. That one was easier because I kind of talk slow on it. <laughs> Usually when I talk fast, I mess up. But anyways, I think we kind of hit most of those. I think we hit most of them in the previous one, too. Uh, you already said Death Note. Um, when Cicada's Cry is definitely a must if you're looking for a twisted show. That one is just... Like you said, you just gotta watch it. It, it. Just like I mentioned the first line there, just just make sure you know who's walking by you as you're watching it because <laughs> it's not that it's... It's it's just they're gonna question your psychologicalness because you're gonna see young, cute characters torturing themselves in in very difficult ways definitely not family friendly kind of thing don't don't watch it with your kids unless you're unless you unless you really really <laughs> want your kids to be crazy as well and just watch where he, when he grabs that knife <laughs> just keep knives away from them or things that rip nails off um but yeah, those those are the main ones. Son, what are you doing with those pliers? <laughs> um, I think another is another one, but I haven't yet watched that one yet. But I heard it's inst- extremely crazy and psychotic. I have heard that now and then here and there is really, really dark. That is really in the realm of psychological thriller. But I, from what I understand, it is not family friendly, and I have not confirmed it. So do not take that as a suggestion. It's just a out there. I've heard very good things about it, though. So There's take that for what you will. Yes, there is plenty out there. The Future Diaries. That whiny boy with a diary that can tell the future. <laughs> uh, what have we got next? Uh... Is that, is that all the ones we're hitting? We, yeah, we... we There's other genres, genre. uh, but, I mean, is there anything else that you can think of? The rom-coms? A, a big one right now is the, the idle ones. If, you, if you're if you into kind of overcoming difficulties, but you don't want to go into the sports ones, there's a lot of idle ones out there. Uh, idols is a big thing in Japan. Um, an idol is the same thing as in America. It's your, your pop stars. And in, in Japan, a lot of it has to do with young girls. They, they band together, they get a producer, and they just are adorable, and they sing on stage, and people love it. That's It's really big in Japan. And so a lot of these shows will cover those, you know, young girls that are just coming together to sing together and put on freely goofy outfits and sing for a stage and make it big. Um, it's it's not a genre that, that we've really kind of pushed into. Um one off the top of my head that I can suggest, I know that it was well written, was uh, Wake Up Girls, um, and I've just watched it recently, so I could I can specifically point at that. Otherwise, we don't really go into those too much because who cares about idols very much, huh? <laughs> no. The only other one that I I can think of off the top of my head is that stupid the AKB group AKB. AKB is, five, is five, very five, popular. Zero, eight, it's really huge. Um, I don't remember the number. It's AKB something. You'll I thought it was zero, zero, 008. That could be it. Um, <clears throat> was the one that I, I have on my phone? That's another big one. Idolmaster? Idolmaster. That's a huge one. That also. one's huge. Way huge. They have games. They've got... They've got shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Tachimans or something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> like physical shorts. I'm like, 
What does shorts have anything to do with idols? Only in Japan, kind of thing. Um, another genre that's huge is, of course, the, the comedy ones. You, This is also another good one this, to get people this, on the shows, this. but there's a lot of them that you have to be careful about what they're making fun of because they require you to have that basic knowledge of anime tropes. Yes, and I will point that out very, very strongly because I have bumped into at least three shows where it was very, very... Um, they the the Japanese have a um, for lack of a better term they like to play word games, and they will say a word mm-hmm. and and then the person has to use the last uh, katakana for lack of a better term in the ne- the beginning of the next word. So um, if Ra- if they start randomly if- rambling something and another person jumps in there rambles and then they, and then somebody finally gets caught. That's usually what they're doing. Yeah, and and the problem is is that the, you'll have they'll have entire conversations doing this word game, and you'll never know it until somebody messes up. <laughs> until until somebody messes up, and 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 I've I've watched anime where they're doing this, and and I couldn't appreciate the anime for what it was without it. They try to tran- put it in the subtitles and translations, and sometimes it works. Some often it doesn't. I think one where that particularly happened was a show called Yu Yu Shiki. And I didn't start hearing it until I started getting used to the characters and started understanding their rhythm and the way that they talk. And then I started hearing the actual word plays, which if you've listened to, if you watched anime long enough, you can start hearing things. But you do have to get used to the voice actress or the voice actor. You have to get used to their their tone, the rhythm that they they use when they're talking, before you can even start to begin to start hearing the way that they're they're speaking. They also play off of uh, words that could often appear to be meaning something else, or if they have a certain dialect, it could it can skew a word to mean something else. They do that a lot too. They'll say this and somebody says oh so you mean this which is something completely different in in definition they do that a lot too but often your subtitles will will explain what they intended it for it to be and what they thought it meant kind of thing um which that isn't too difficult to follow unless it's in a dub and the 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 meaning gets completely lost which often happens Uh, i guess we should eventually get into subs and dubs i guess that can be our last topic which I think would be good to get into to explain to people. Um, but yeah, comedies, it's, it's going to be very difficult to <clears throat> tell you what to watch um, because a lot of them require that basic knowledge of tropes. Uh, I don't think there was anything difficult to understand in Kalanad. That was more of a romantic comedy type thing. But its humor is just everywhere in that show. And, and it's often just... Uh, sometimes slapstick, sometimes just very clever slapstick. So I don't think it requires too much previous knowledge to really get into it. Um, Would you I, consider uh, Lucky Star deeper? I know that there was a lot of wordplay in that one. If you get a dub version, you'll probably get a version. If you get a, an official dub version, it's probably very easy to follow because they do they do break a lot of the jokes to make a you know, the Western audience understand it. So you're not going to get the true humor there, but you're going to get some type of humor. It's just very random. So I don't, I I think if you're going to watch Lucky Star and you're just fresh into it, you might want to watch the dub. If you're a little more into it, 
you have to watch the sub because the sub is where the just hilarity ensues. Toradora was a good uh, rom-com. Yeah, there's a lot of really good rom-coms out there. And like we mentioned before, Key has a lot of them. A lot of the Key shows, while they're going to break your heart, they're going to be drama-based. They also have humor to go alongside with it just to keep you busy as you go through the motions, so to speak. Um, What was that one? Uh, It's a really huge one that was kind of in the same department as Lucky Stars. Cannot remember the name of it. Azumanga Dao, that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, and um, another good ones are Kokoro Connect, which is a good... It has some psychological thriller stuff in there, and some a little bit of romance in there, a lot of comedy, um, but that's a really good one. Tenchi Moyo, which is one of the first ones that we ever watched, which uh, might be a little bit confusing in some areas. We watched the dub, so it was less cultural shock, but... I think if you watch a sub, you might need to have some context in you there. Yeah, but, but we also watched that to death. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, we memorized the intro song. <laughs> uh, Midori no Hibi Days. Well, well hold on. Yeah, since, since we're already going into it, we, we're obviously talking about the rom-coms. Um, what about any... We've, we've got already hit a couple of uh, 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 harems. Can you think of any other ones? Well, before we get in that, and also Sayonara Setsuba Sensei, that one's a funny too. So you want to get into harems now? Might as well. I mean, since since we're already hitting them. Is Midori no Hibi Days a harem? <laughs> I guess it is. That's more of a rom-com, but yeah, I mean... <laughs> but that one's a little bit more sketchy, too. Yeah, that is etchy, so be be aware of that before you watch it. But it is it is cute. And it harems is and Trope Tri- I'm sorry, but you're going to have to take that one because you know how much I dislike harems and love triangles ever since, you know, my, my issue with... Uh, what was that? Pet Girl of Sakurasau ruined it every like it was a, the 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 final straw on the camel's back. Well, um, a more recent one would be Golden Time. That that was an excellent one. I that pretty much just hit all the right spots. Um, I think I also mentioned uh, a town where you live, which is kind of a I wouldn't call it a uh, a love triangle. More more along the lines of a just a. Um, a, it's not a rom-com either. It's really kind of a drama, romance drama. Um, it does have triangle elements in there, so don't think it's completely perfect, but it is. it does have that stuff in there. Um, you also got... Uh, shoot. Uh, Tenchi Moyo, as we mentioned earlier. Um, a Love class? Hina. I don't want to say it... <laughs> I was getting ready to say the same thing because it's one of the ones that you just kind of automatically mention. It is the stereotype, just cut in a nutshell. I, I shoot, I think it actually set this set the precedence for being a uh, a harem. I mean, it doesn't even try to avoid it. It's just flat out a harem. Um, can you think of any other ones? A lot of the key stuff is not really harem. It, it, it's not really the focus of it. But yeah, again, the clan ads and the shuffle's a good one, but that's more comedy and it is it is etchy. Um, Air TV has a little bit of romance in there as well. There is plenty of um, shoujo esque, what we call the reverse harem. There's tons of those. So if you are uh, more inclined to that direction. I can't suggest any because I have, I have, 
Fruit Baskets sort was of. good. Surprisingly good. Uh, even, out of, for, even for a boy to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's actually a, a good thing that you mentioned. I think Honda was a, a great main character, and I like I like the, the comedy that was surrounding it. So it wasn't really all about, you guys, and didn't have the whole glitter thing going on with the men too much. And that's usually what you run into when you watch those shows, is a lot of the glitter. Like one that I watched recently where flowers were popping out of the back of the guys as they were being introduced. Yeah. It was like, um, yeah, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> Click. <laughs> You're a little too far with it. <laughs> was it uh, the vampire one? No, that one, that was just, no, no. No. Doesn't, no. <laughs> no, this one was in this season. It's actually uh, called uh, Kamigami, some weird junk. It's just, it's supposed to be set in Mount Olympus, and it's a bunch of gods and one girl. And But I think it's just a really rare case to ever find any love triangles or harems that doesn't involve comedy or drama well just, one of the get one of the main problems that i have with love triangles is 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 very similar to what you you have a problem with i just am a little bit more forgiving of it, it, it the main problem is is that they tend to follow the same yeah they, they 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 have a very bad habit of of focusing so much on the childhood friend and setting up the main character with the childhood friend, and then at the end they go, "Oh well, don't forget about this other girl that you that is actually on the front, the front cover. cover. Yeah. So she's actually the one you're going to choose to be with." And it's like, "Okay, so why was the whole? What was the whole point in actually even introducing the childhood friend? I mean, it all it does is." You've fallen in love with that character, and then and and you're just seeing her get her heart broken, and and it naturally hurts you as it's well. It's always been my main my my main problem was that they always follow that same formula. You will you will immediately meet the girl that is on the cover, and they're the one with the quirk, and they always seem to have some kind of conflict with the main character. Either they they don't want to have to deal with them, or the the main character that main girl is obnoxious, and they just do not mesh, have bad chemistry. And then, yeah, you bring in the childhood friend, and the childhood friend's perfect. But then, yeah, later on, it's, oh, yeah, by the way, there's the girl on the cover falling in love. And, and they'll suddenly just flip-flop right there, and it makes no sense whatsoever. And like I said, Sakura Sao was that final thing on the camel's back that was like, it did the same exact thing. And it, it, and it did it even worse than ever because I didn't see any chemistry between him and... and uh, the main girl, the 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 completely emotionless doll girl. Yeah, she was practically an emo doll. And they they made that childhood friend so perfect for him, and it was just you just wanted them to be together so bad. And it's and it's so frustrating because I want to say just give give Golden Time. But one yeah, there shot. there's, there's like exceptions. Golden Time, Golden Time. It it didn't even play the childhood. I mean, I know I brought up the childhood friend in that one because she is there, and it is a very obvious thing. You cannot avoid the fact that there is a childhood friend there. But for once, they didn't play it that way. They didn't play the card like they normally do. It was they introduced the 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 girl on the front cover, and they played her well. She didn't have. A, she had a conflict, but it wasn't towards him. And and like you were like you said, I, I showed you that one part, and you were like, "Oh yeah, I can see what you were talking about with her." She's she's overbearing at the very beginning, but she she very quickly subdues very quickly for certain event certain things that happen, and she chills out really quickly. 
and she becomes very very she meshes very well with the main character and and when when the childhood friend I'm focusing on this way too much um when the childhood friend card was actually played it wasn't so much that they went okay now let's focus on it and that's when when I was sitting there I was going oh no why are they playing this card I can't stand this because it's going to turn into the childhood friend's going to get going to be perfect and they're going to hurt her but in the end I actually came away from it going it could go either way and I would be perfectly happy with it and I did like the ending in But the main the point end. is that there are exceptions to even though we're yeah. saying they follow the same formula there are exceptions just like any other medium you're going to find those uh you know the the Naruto's and stuff that are over here that have that same Naruto formula but the, the Naruto is the one where they do it well or the Dragon Ball Z is where they do it well but you're going to find those other ones that do the same exact thing over and over and over again. It's going to be the same in every medium. We just focus on it a lot because it, it just it comes up a lot. So don't go, okay, I'm going to stay away from those shows. There are gyms out there. You just got to, you know, ask people, find out where those good ones are. Speaking like of. Clanad and, and uh, what was the other one I was mentioning? Uh, Shuffle. Those are really good ones that you can check out, too. So speaking of, uh, of since you threw in Naruto and and uh, and the other one, let's 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 hit that real quick. Um, what is the biggest beef that you have with Bleach and Naruto? And let's see, what's another one? I I wouldn't say Dragon Ball Z so much, but it I think it had had it in there as well, from what I understand. Fillers, fillers. So, um, there's there's this thing called arcs. Those are kind of like, for a lack of a better term, if if when you hear us talking about a re- when we're reviewing and we might say something becomes episodic or something becomes kind of bi-episodic, um, it's usually some something that happens every episode. There is a separate instance. And it becomes repetitive. Every every episode, there's there's a formula, for a lack of a better term. Is mm-hmm. that a it's, way like it? it's like your cop shows and stuff, where it's the it's the crime per episode kind of a thing. crime per episode. That's that's the the easy way to say it. A monster per week. Um, it 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 effectively becomes everything is encapsulated in that one episode. An arc is kind of like. A certain thing happens, and then it kind of semi-concludes. Is that's, that a good way of like saying it? like side stories. Yeah, a side story would be it's a good like, way okay, of saying okay, things it. have settled down in the village. Now let's go look at this well over here. And let's explore this, this secret of the well. But it doesn't really have that much bearing on the main story in the village. Usually. You're just taking a little side trip for a while, and you come back and you go, oh yeah, that's right, we were actually having this whole doomsday thing going on. Let's go back to that. Now, one one of the things that Bleach did that was just one of the biggest turnoffs for most people, um, especially those who had a- actually read through the manga, um, they they complained about it the most. Um, what ended up happening was um, the Bleach storyline would go on a, was going on a certain certain path, and it was very 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 true to the manga, and it followed it very well. At a certain point. Um, the anime caught up to the manga, and the mangaka was still putting out his his uh, his manga, but he couldn't keep up with 
how fast the anime was catching up to him. And so what happened was what what is called the filler arcs. Um, the, the most notable would be the Bound arc, which was a group of vampire-type spirits, which uh, Ichigo eventually had to do something about. And this really killed a lot of a lot of the fandom in, involving this this show. It still did very strong and 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 kept going for a long time. It's still going to this day, as a matter of fact. Um, they they they're he's finalizing out the manga, and then they're going to finalize the the anime here soon. Um, but there's there was several times where it did this. It it would have probably been forgivable with just one filler arc, but they did this several times along throughout the show, and it was something that a lot of people were very turned off to. Yeah, it's it's what like I said before, it's where it's deriving, it's it's taking you on a detour, and often it just doesn't fit because something really bad happen is happening, and we're we're messing around with. That's just like Dragon Ball Z. The one one of the arcs I hated the most was the the Saiyan Man thing. It was like, why are we doing this? Because I mean, cells here and and danger. Why are we doing this whole I am a superhero thing? It just doesn't. It doesn't mesh well with what has been happening before and after. We're we're being a, we're just it just gets really used often very silly and goofy in a world that is more serious and dark. It just doesn't doesn't and then you have the problem where half the time it's like this doesn't seem like it follows the laws of the world. Yeah. I mean should that be even possible? It just doesn't make any sense, and it just I don't, breaks the the world itself. Sometimes fillers are okay, especially with a long running show like that. I, I don't mind a filler here and there, but one of my biggest issues with the filler arcs, especially in Bleach, it was one of the biggest ones that irritated the crap out of me. Um, Ichigo had gotten to a point where he had lost his powers, and then all of a sudden he had this random. Uh, side arc which was the filler arc of the bounds and he had to go through this whole insane trouble to get his powers back and then he finished the entire arc and lost his powers again because they have to go back to the main story where he doesn't have any powers. <laughs> yeah he doesn't have any powers so that he can get them again but he doesn't have any of the abilities that he gained to ever while- be able to get his powers back though <laughs> he was by doing what he did he was never he was having to sacrifice any hope of ever having his powers ever again. I'm not to mention but yeah, I he think that using his powers was supposed to kill him, wasn't it? I don't remember <laughs> that, but you know, I wouldn't doubt it. Alright, but yeah. They're they're a necessity, they keep things flowing, they're good for fr- uh you know, franchises and stuff, so you have to kind of deal with them. Um you wanna move for, into subs versus dubs? Let's do it. And we can move on into more uh, funding-related stuff. That was f- strange. Is that me and my brother are actually the exact opposite, where I'm more forgiving of animes that that do the bad sins. Andrew is, is less forgiving. When it comes to subs and dubs, we're the exact opposite. <laughs> we're opposite? Yeah, on the, this, this, this token. You're a lot more forgiving of the dubs than I am. Oh, I still hate them. I hate them too, but you're for more forgiving. <laughs> I just when I spend sixty dollars on a Japanese role playing game, I'm not going to be too worried about the dub. 
<laughs> and you're just like, oh, God, I can't stand this, and runs out the room. It's like, <laughs> I don't really have much of a choice. But yeah, anyways, uh, for those who don't know, subs is short for subtitles. That's where you have a show that has, well, you don't really have to have it English or Japanese. It just means that it has subtitles on the bottom. And dub is usually where they put a voice from that region over it. So your subtitles is generally going to be where it's in Japanese voicing, but it's translated with subtitles on the bottom, whereas dub is where they completely redid the audio to have English voice actors saying the parts. Now, you're going to have mixed results from people saying that one way is better than the other. Um, I don't see a problem with when you're first starting out to try out dubs just so that you don't have that, again, that culture shock that, that oh my gosh, now I'm suddenly having to read a bunch. Uh, but you're also getting in tune with what the world is, so things make a little more sense. A lot of dubs will try their hardest to keep the cultural stuff in there, and we're going to explain more of that later. They try to keep the cultural stuff in there so that later on, uh, you're you're kind of learning the Japanese culture at the same time, like how they reference each other. Uh, they're, you know, using surnames or uh, what's the term for the chans and stuff? Um, honorifics. Honorifics, yeah. Um, and then when you feel more comfortable, or if you're just a really good reader, you can just go straight into the subs, and that's where you're really going to start getting the culture thrown at you because they they usually try to keep the when you're when you're watching the the dubs, what the problem is is that they're 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 having two, a few major problems. One is being they're having to translate it to where it makes sense to you because, of course, literal translations are not going to make any sense whatsoever. So when they <laughs> yeah, say something, be, they're trying to make like... it make sense to you, and then at the same time, they're also trying to make it to where whatever the translation is fits within the time frame of a person opening and closing their mouth so often it gets short with you or they try to throw in their own slang in order to make it match and fit and there's a lot lost in the dub so if you're looking for a true anime experience you might need to get into either learning japanese altogether or just watching the subs because you're going to start getting that more cultural based stuff because it's it's closer to what what they're actually saying john walk dog happy <laughs> exactly mr john walk dog happy <laughs> but again whatever you it's, it's going to be whatever you're comfortable with we're at the point now where we've watched so much of it that because some people say i don't want to read my anime i want to be able to watch and see what's happening <laughs> well <laughs> if you, after a while you get so used to what they're saying that you can actually speed read you'll just glance at the words because you can hear you can recognize certain terminology that they're saying in japanese you'll learn it over time there, there's nothing wrong with with people who like dubs there is absolutely nothing wrong one thing that i can say is if you can get used to subs and it is possible to get used to them if you can get used to it i would highly suggest it because you're really cutting your um the content that you you're going to be able right. to Im, to enjoy is severely limited to, I, I I would hate to say it, but pretty much anything Funimation releases because Funimation is the main dubbing group in America. 
They're anything that is dubbed usually is going through Funimation in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, if you want to watch what current content they have at simulcasting on like Crunchyroll and Funimation, it's going to be just subbed because they can't get a group of voice actors together and make a episode that quickly. They're going to wait until they get approval for actually publishing the DVD and getting it out there. And again, yeah, you're you're cutting it. These days, I mean, back in the day, there was this huge boom, and they were releasing everything in America because it was like, this is a gold mine, release everything in America. And you had a huge slew of shows that you had to choose from. But now it's like everybody's pinching dollars, and the idea of even getting an a, a English sub or English dub of anything, even especially the more obscure stuff that they don't really see that there's a market for, that actually the gyms you're not going to see it over here because they just don't see that there's going to be an audience that'll buy it. So, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, now, the the main issue with, with me and dubs is, I like I said, I don't really have a necessarily a huge problem with dubs. I just don't care for them because in a lot of cases, it feels like the um, the voice actors that they have chosen tend to not... Not they think it's a joke. I mean, yeah, they think it's a joke. In it's America, not you're not money. you're not a real actor unless you're in Hollywood in in front of a screen. When they get calls for for doing a voice job for a, a show, and they'll think, oh, well, a cartoon. Well, okay, whatever. You know, this will be just that job to get me, you know, some food on the table. I'm not gonna really take it serious. I'm gonna go in there and just read my lines, make my money, and walk out. In Japan, your Hollywood stars are the voice actors. These people put so much heart into their voicing and and as much as people say you don't know if they're good actors or not people that don't know japanese don't know if they're good actors or not i don't know about you but i i hear the emotion and what they're saying i i feel that they're into what they're what they're saying because and well, again they've also, they've they also are said, the hollywood stars they've also said that in a lot of cases they'll have like three of the voice actors in a huddle around uh, yeah they some, don't have that with the english yeah the, english the, is Half the time, they'll have the person record it in their closet. I've heard of that before. Oh, really? Yeah, they'll record. They'll they'll take their little voice recording. They'll send them a voice recording system. They'll go in their closet and record the lines. Hmm. It, it's it's just an easy way to get the voice in there and send it back to me in PDF or or not a PDF in a file and an email and there you go. Here's your money. It's they don't take it serious here, and I've heard way too many voice actresses and voice actors that are being you know interviewed and they just basically say it's a, it's a joke the idea being unless you're john travolta doing the next big disney movie it's a joke <laughs> you, you, there's nothing there for you except for yeah a lot of them a lot of them feel that it's not worth their time also because they just don't get enough money on out of it yeah uh, they 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 just don't they don't see any point in in the i mean we're talking the main voice actors like i mean especially uh specifically i heard this from the naruto um voice actress um which yes the voice actress for naruto is actually female same for a lot of them goku <laughs> was a girl um but she sp- specifically said she ended up accidentally getting into the the spot for naruto um only because of her voice and she specifically said she probably wouldn't take most voice actress or most voice acting jobs because there's just not enough money in it right they don't. They don't expect it to make that much, so they're not going to put that much money into it. Yeah, I mean, again, whatever you choose is fine. If 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 you feel more comfortable with dubs, just go with it. Don't don't feel ashamed by it. Don't, uh, 
don't let anybody think that you're less of an, an otaku just for watching dubs. We don't feel that way. Uh, we're accepting of it. I I think that's Maybe the biggest. You. I think the biggest main point is just that <laughs> you're going to be very limited on what you can get, and especially with. I mean, you're missing out on the simulcasts that are going on. Take take a couple of shows that you already like. You know that you're going to enjoy it. I, I almost say, I w- almost would say, don't do that because you get used to a certain voice actor, actor, actress, and you can't. It's hard to accept a new voice for a character. I so I take that back. Um, take it in a genre that you know that you'll enjoy. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. And then just usually slower dramas are easier to read because the. The more dialogue heavy, don't get into Monogatari. Don't ever do Monogatari if you've never done <laughs> sub. <laughs> because there's so much dialogue going on, you're going to turn yourself dizzy. Um, but yeah, just take it, take it, take slower shows at first. Get, get used to it. You, it. It's not that hard. Once you've got a couple of hundred hours, you'll you'll start noticing that you just prefer the sub over the dub in most cases anyway. So As you go into the subs, you're going to notice a lot of things, like I said, that you're going to miss with the dub. Um, just keep in mind that the way that they speak to each other is a lot different. Uh, they make a lot of, uh, a lot of the romance ones will make a lot of emphasis on using first names versus last names. Uh, usually it's polite in Japan to use a last, uh, a family name is what they call it. They don't call it a last name. Their family name is their fir- is what you would call them, and to use their given name is it means a lot. It's either you're a really close friend, you're a relative, or you're yeah, in a relationship. Those are things so, that are lost in translation. Yeah, when- like that, I get that as a big example. Um, I think it was um, Future Diaries. I, I I switched back and forth between English and dub at one point, and one of the girls just out of nowhere says, "Where is?" this boy's first uh this boy's given name and and she storms off and and the other girl's like oh my gosh she just used her 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 his given name it was a big deal but when i watched in the dub it was just like oh my gosh she's thinking about him that was that was the whole thing that she got out of it because they couldn't translate that you you can't have an entire dubbed show where they're saying their last names and then suddenly you know say their first name it doesn't make any sense but in Japanese sense, it makes a lot of sense. You'll see that too because they'll refer to, they'll see in the subtitles, they'll refer to themselves as, as their their family names. And then at that certain point, you'll see that that given name, and you'll go, oh my gosh, she just said that. And it, it just it's one of those added things that you see in their culture that again is what fascinates me. But yeah, I think we killed that one. Now. <laughs> You're thinking to yourself, I want to get into this. I want to I want to dive into this anime if you haven't already. And you're thinking to yourself, well, how how do what do I go? What do I do to do this stuff? The one of the things I want to really get out there right off the bat is make good habits out of it. Um, from the get-go, use the use your good judgment with this stuff. Um, one of the biggest problems we have is like we mentioned earlier, not many of these shows get dubbed anymore because they're, they just don't see a market anymore, mainly because people stream all of their content. And the problem with the streaming, and we're not getting preachy here, but it's just the truth. It makes no money if people go out and torrent it, which is where you, you download it in, in, in bulk. Or if you go out and find some random site that doesn't is not even affiliated that ripped it off a DVD and is showing it to people. You want to support these shows that way when you do fall in love with it, you're you're going to get more of it and that's one of the things we like to emphasize on our show is we go out to the crunchy rolls and the funimations we show people where to get the content 
and their subscription are, are very good. So if you're looking for stream content, you're looking to get it now uh, through the internet. Funimation's a good one. Crunchyroll is absolutely amazing. It's one of the best ones right now. Dai, what was the Daisuke is the Daisuke. new, new uh, upcoming group. Uh, that's actually a group of publishers that are all coming together to have another source out there. You can get some from Hulu. You can get some from Hulu. Uh, Netflix. I, I, as much as I hate to say this, Hulu is technically the best one out there. However, I put put a big old huge quote sign in the air and 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 say ah, but um, Hulu does require a subscription to get the premium content which would be your anime everybody else is going to be that also just on top of that they have ads on their stuff so even if you're paying the subscription you are still going to get ads which is a huge down for me but the the point is though these ones that we just mentioned these are the sites where when you watch that anime content the 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 public the actual companies make the money they're making money from you watching the shows crunchyroll has a great system where however many hours you put into a certain show your uh your your actual money per month that percentage is going to go to that show so it, it's it's really built around the idea of supporting these people yeah somebody's got to offset me <laughs> <laughs> um they've also got uh they I might as well just go ahead and hit the main ones. There is another group out there called uh, the Anime Network. They recently they went legit. Um, I guess shortly after uh, Crunchyroll went legit. Um, who else is out there? Um, Netflix has some anime out there. Yeah, that one. And apparently, one of the big the big names of this season is going to Netflix. So, oddly enough, it didn't come out in simulcast at the same time as everybody else but it was being held back because netflix apparently got a hold of it and they're going to be releasing it here soon so yeah if you want instant access there's a lot of options available to you to do it legitly they all have really affordable uh subscriptions with them just find the one that matches your taste better you can look at their full uh catalogs in most cases and decide from there which one you want to hit first you don't have to worry about getting subscriptions with all of them at first. Go to which one that you see. Okay, I really want to watch that one, that one, that one. And just make out a list and say, well, let me start off with this site. And I'll, I'll do a couple months with them so I can get caught up on these shows. Because it's going to take a while to get caught up. <laughs> There's a lot of content out there. Um, and outside of that, if you don't if you don't have internet to, uh, connection that's good for it or you have caps or whatever, you, of course, have options of, of buying them online. Uh, you can go to Right Stuff, which is uh, Right Right Stuff with one F at the end. RightStuff.com. They have a lot of partnerships with a lot of these uh, companies, and they get like the best deals possible. They they almost seem like they're almost a bulk. They're like the Costco of of anime, and you're gonna get the, like the best deals possible. Uh, the only one that I've ever had every now and then beat them is Amazon. You can find a lot of anime there. And quite Funimation. a bit of it is directly from the uh, the companies themselves. Funimation as well, a little more pricey because it's directly from them, but understandable if that's what they think they need to get for it. But you're going to find full sets from them, whereas Amazon Right Stuff, sometimes you might not fu- find full sets. Make sure before you buy them that you're going to be able to get the full set. Sometimes they don't have like the first volume because a lot of people buy that first volume, but they won't buy the rest, and so they run out of the first volumes really quickly. 
Let me throw this out there since we're in the general vicinity. I just did a big breathing. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, the only one I was really going to mention also is a really cool way of make, uh, getting a lot of shows for really cheap is look for uh, save uh, versions. They're S-A-V-E. And they are pretty much like the toned down box version of shows. I got a couple sets of them. Um, they kind of have like a green bar on it with S-A-V-E. And it's just like a really cheap edition that has kind of less less durable box. But the, the discs are just fine. They're, they're just like you would get in an actual box. But they're extremely cheap. You're talking about series that were originally $120. You're getting for like $20. bucks. they are really good ways of getting really classic shows. They're, they're kind of like the second prints from these companies. They're just like, okay, people like this. Well, here's a cheaper version of it for all of you that haven't seen it yet. So that's a really good option. Um, just to get it out there, since uh, since we're in the general vicinity, but it is on the manga side of the house, if you want any mangas, digital and print, um, the first place I would hit Go is... Go with the subbed version of manga. Do not do the dub versions. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Um, go ahead and hit up um, Viz Media. Uh, Viz Media has pretty much all manga content is just there. And even the other companies that have things like uh, Yen Press or somebody like that, they usually end up referring back to Viz Media anyway. So just hit Vi- Viz Media and then go from there to find it where your where your mangas are from there. Yeah. Um, ah, one other thing that I do want to mention: there is another streaming site that we did hold off on, and there's a specific reason why. This one is a special website that we recently found out about. It's called Anime Souls. Um, Anime Souls is S O L S S O L S. This is actually a um, kind of a side guy who. Um, got together with a couple of publishers and he said here there's a small market in or there's a market in America I want to prove it to you and he got got together with these guys and he put some older dated anime these are really really kind of uh, there's a couple of more newer ones but there are generally older shows now that doesn't mean that it won't eventually move up to more newer content. If you if you guys support this guy, we can get this better content. But what he does is he does almost I, I don't want to say a Kickstarter, but it's almost it's, cra- like it's a, called crowdfunding. It doesn't yeah. have to be Kickstarter. It's crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. Okay, that's the better term for it. I hate Kickstarter. <laughs> I just use t- Kickstarter as a, as a general idea. I mean, crowdfunding is a better way of saying it. Um, it effectively you get to you go on that that their site they have a list of anime you pick up an anime and you just start watching it if you enjoy the show and you actually want to get a copy of it you say hey i will support this show and what you're doing is you're locking in some money um usually a certain amount i think that they specific specify how much is on there and when that show, if if every if a lot of people decide they want that show, they'll they'll publish it and it's they basically, will send it's, you a copy. it's basically when and when it, uh, the collective of these many people saying I will give say fifty dollars, when this collective say 
everybody gives $50 and it reaches a total amount of it being worth them actually going and making a physical copy of it and shipping it out, boom, there you go. You now you now give your fifty dollars. Here's your here's your DVD set. So yeah, it's kind of like a a pre-ordering, but when you it's not it, a guarantee. It doesn't it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't actually happen until and you don't actually pay your money until they say, okay, we're good, green light it, boom, everybody here's your DVD. So yeah. it, crowdfunding, you you most people know what crowdfunding is. Hopefully, but yeah. So outside of the actual video. And you, you're you're going, man. I've watched these shows, and I absolutely love this character. I like this character, but I want to have something physical. I want to have it on my shelf. I want to every time I get up in the morning, I want to look over at this kawaii waifu and say, "Oh my gosh, she is so kawaii. She is my moe waifu." <laughs> so terrible with my caprices. Well, there are other facets of the anime world, and that includes. Like most other things, like, you know, your other shows with the figures and stuff. Figures and, and what they call nindoroids. Nindoroids, sorry. And you have posters. Wall scrolls are really popular. Cells. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can buy outside of just the content itself that will also support the companies. And get you some nice little, you know, cool stuff to put on your shelf. One of the more popular ones, of course, is uh, probably figures. Um, some might argue probably posters, but we'll get into figures first. You only have so much wall space. You can make more and more shelves. <laughs> roof. You can put them all over the roof. And then you also have pillows, hug pillows. And Huggy pillows. Oh my gosh. Huggy yes, pillows. they have those. <laughs> um, but figures specifically, um, there's quite a different, uh, a, f- a selection of different types of figures you can get. The more expensive ones are going to be your more elaborate uh, still types that are usually about one seventh uh scale size or they're usually about sometimes a foot tall as as high as a foot tall and these figures usually run about 100 150 Uh, those are where you're going to get really expensive a good way to start into figures it's not going to be that expensive you can go you can tone it back down to figmas and figmas are usually those are the posable ones aren't they yeah i don't want to really call them action figures but they're sort of built like that um but they're a lot more extravagant than you would get from like an action like since this is not a gi joe it's more it's more built around the idea of being posed not really played with and i guess you can still play with them but (laughs) but please these are generally please don't play these are generally about the 80 the 80 dollar mark sometimes as low as 50 if you can get uh certain ones um, and then even further back than that, if you want to tone it down a little bit further, I think a great way to get into them is called Nindoroids. Uh, specifically, I want to mention Good Smile Company. This is one of the best companies that make the Nindoroids. There are the other I think companies, they're but the only they're... ones who can make Nindoroids. No, Nindoroid is just a type. Good Smile Company is just the prestige one, in my opinion, um, because we've seen like the Ultra... Tokyo. No, when I looked that up, I looked that one per- specifically up. It is an, a Good Smile Company. That's just a, a seller of the Good Smile Company. Okay, I have been proven wrong. Nindoroids are from Good Smile Company. Um, the biggest problem with, and specifically Nindoroids, but also also figures, is you have to be careful where you buy them from. But let me let me finish Nindoroids. Nindoroids are basically if you've gotten into anime enough, you'll know what a chibi is. A chibi is where they, some shows will have usually the more comedic points of the show or sometimes OVAs, which are your your small uh, side story 
DVD releases, they will they will suddenly make the characters look really scrunched down, almost dwarf-like, and have big heads and just goofy proportions. These are what Nindroids pretty much look like. And they're usually always posable, and they have uh, removable parts so that you can change their outfits, you can change their, their facial expressions. They're really neat to kind of customize how you want them to look as they are put in a pose and you can put them in a pose and put them in a case whatever and i think they're just a really great way of getting started i've already gotten like like four of them four or five of them and i just absolutely love them because again they're cheap they're they're usually about the 30 to uh 50 mark depending on which ones you get the more you can find a lot of sales from cheap and again you have to be careful where you get them from we usually try to stick with uh Crunchyroll sells them. Usually if you're a Prime member, uh, member you can get uh, discounts on them. They usually have a lot of sales on them. Just look out for it. Uh, another another good site is going to be Right Stuff again. Right Stuff with one F at the end.com. That site has them from directly from the makers, so you don't have to worry there. Uh, eBay. Stay away from eBay as, as much as you can unless you really know the person you're buying them from, possibly... Even then, it's it's dangerous because eBay has a lot of Chinese ripoffs. Uh, they will they know the that they know that they know that uh, Nendoroids are a hot a hot item. Yeah, you will see. Whoa, that I I, I fell in the same trap. I was trying to get my brother uh, uh, Rin from Vocaloid, and I went to eBay and seen. Wow, this it's twenty dollars cheaper on eBay. Yeah, I was totally looking for a deal for my brother's gift. Whatever. <laughs> But I was like, man, it's $20 cheaper on eBay, and I can get it right now and have it shipped to me. And it wasn't until I went to purchase it that I realized it said down the bottom, this is the Chinese version. They specifically said it is a Chinese ripoff. So um, usually the Chinese knockoffs won't have colors correct, or they'll have blemishes. They won't have, they'll have a lot of seams from the moldings. Um, if you want to look for the the authentic stuff and that's usually requires you paying a little extra but you're going to be ensured that you're going to get them from the companies and get the right stuff now if God, you don't if you don't right care stuff. about that go for it Amazon, save yourself some money <laughs> yeah if you're just looking for something to put on yourself just just look at the pictures first make sure it looks decent um often the pictures will not match what you get so be careful there as well um a lot of stuff on amazon has that problem look at the reviews before you buy on amazon because Unless it specifically says that it is fulfilled by Amazon, you're at risk. If you see fulfilled by Amazon, they're going to take care of you. If you get a knockoff from them, they're going to be, whoa, okay, we didn't know that. Honestly, we'll, we'll replace it or we'll give you your money back on the spot. Um, so even if there is danger there, you at least have that assurance. Um, yeah, wall scrolls are also a great way of doing stuff. Uh, they're essentially where instead of printing on poster paper, they're printing on like a cloth material and they put kind of little scroll ends at top and bottom and they look really cool. They're also a really nice way of donating your otakuness and they're generally about, you know, anywhere from 15 to $25, really cheap. Again, you can get this from Right Stuff, Amazon. There's a lot of options there. I don't really care much for posters, but if you want to get posters, they're out there too. Not not as much as often as they used to, and they're they're usually all just wall scrolls. I think that's pretty much the the fad. So what about the special editions? Special editions, get the your fabled. wallets ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
a lot of the companies like Funimation, Nice America, they're very proud of their limited editions. So if you really like a series, you can go all out, and they do amazing collector's editions. But you're going to shell quite a bit. I think the I was looking Katana at the Atari I was, looking, was like 150 per set. Uh, I was looking at the Madoka Magica ones, and I wanted it so bad, but I was like, <laughs> I'm not paying a hundred dollars for three sets. Yeah, and, and I mean, each, that's talking each <laughs> each set was three hundred or a hundred dollars, so that's like four hundred dollars for wanted, the whole thing. I wanted the Hanasaka Iroha set, which, by the way, is another great slice of life and uh, romance comedy kind of show. And I I love that show, and I wanted to get that set, but that was yeah about one hundred fifty per set, and it was two sets. It's like I just, as much as I love that show, that is ouch. <laughs> I wouldn't have anywhere to put it anyways. I got too many Ninjoids. Well, this one had full color. Uh, yeah, the lithographs aloft. Yeah, they have all yeah. kinds of. They have just goodies upon goodies upon goodies in those things. So, don't doubt that you're you're gonna probably get your money's worth. But understand, you're paying a premium for that special set. so And you can look at that set all the time and see how amazing of an attack you are. But if <laughs> you want to go all out, you want to tell the world, I am otaku, hear me roar, and look like a total goof saying it, you can go for the hug pillows. <laughs> Which, yes, are full that size, is the ultimate pillows that is the of ultimate. random girls that you can hug all night. <laughs> that is the ultimate crown in the otaku's waifu <laughs> see I, I i told my brother at some point it's like i have the figs i have the wall scrolls i have the anime collection but there's a certain boundary that i have yet to cross and that is blankets sheet covers <laughs> and eventually full-size hug pillows yeah but okay even if you were to do that i mean i give you that let's say that you just one day you break down and there's just this one moe character that you just decide hey ah, what's the harm i'm gonna get her hey you bring her home i like how you put that get her i'm gonna get her get her (laughs) bring her home we'll get her do you think that you would ever have the it would just be audacity To take it to the restaurant. What? Have you never seen those pictures? No. People take them out. And and they like carry them around and go to a restaurant and put them across. No, in America. Oh, well, it's probably just a a stupid joke. I can see that. (laughs) I could, if it was somebody else taking a picture from a distance going, oh my gosh, look at this dork. Then I'd wonder. But if it's just a joke, I can see that. But no, I can see it in Japan just doing it. Just going to Maid Cafe and put it down and, <laughs> hey, sup? Hey, in Japan, people would look at him funny for a few seconds and then they just move on. They, 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 well, at least, is he, at least he's look, not honey. buying... Don't look, honey. At least he's not buying panties from a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, there are those. Yes, there are those. <laughs> uh, Japan is a weird world. Very humorous. Very crazy. They're nuts. If they can make money off of it, they will make money off of it. (laughs) Ultimate capitalism right there. (laughs) I like the, I like the, like the, uh, the best invention they ever had there was the cat ears that respond to your mental waves. 
Yes. That is awesome. I want it. And I want a waifu to put it on. I want a waifu to put it on. I, I would want, I would rather have the waifu to put it on more than the... That might be a little creepy, though. <laughs> okay, it's making the grinding noises again. I got to oil it. Oh, who was that? Uh, I, I, I guess as we're wrapping up, just name some other shows. I think another good show is uh, Time, of e- Time of Eve. It's a really good one. That was the one. That with was the robots. yeah. That was a pretty pretty good one. Um, I was gonna mention. Um, we never did mention Goo. We didn't mention that in the comedy section. Oh my no, gosh! We didn't. That's right. We kind of had a little break in the in the middle there. So probably we, broke our So yeah, if if you guys have not heard us ranting about Goo, it, go watch it. Just just go watch it and and come back and tell us if you hated it. But I seriously doubt you're ever going to do that. Just go watch it. Serial Experiments Lane is probably one of the greatest shows of all time, along with Akira. Those are just must-haves. Those are those are the classics that you just have to watch. I, you might have mentioned Akira, but mention it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, on the figure side, the the technically the ultimate type is just the f- flat-out figures. They're usually one-seventh scales or one-eighth scales. I mentioned those, one-seventh, yeah. One-seventh scales um, usually stick stick, w- stick with a co- company that you know. Um, Good Smile Company is always a safe bet, but there is a couple of other ones that you can go into at that look, point. Look online. You can find lots of people doing unboxings and, and uh, you know, just taking screenshots on their blog. Yes. And get, get, get a real close view of the detail on the characters. Because sometimes, like, the, the one that I that jumps to my mind was recently they had the, the collector's edition of, of Bravely Default for Europe. And the eyes were just goofed up bad. And it ruined the entire figure. So get get in there and look at the close yeah, detail your, of it. Do your do your do Otherwise, your, when you're spending that much money, you're going to be very upset. Yeah, do your do your homework, find out what you're looking at and 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 make sure that you you're getting what you want. Um make you're sure invest a lot on it, dude. Yeah, you're you're investing the the one that I'm thinking of off the top of my head I I seen recently was a picture of Mikasa jumping off of a off the top of a house and it was just absolutely probably the most one of the more gorgeous of figures that I've ever seen and it was almost a $200 investment mm-hmm. and yeah. so it was way out of my price range but you know also keep in mind for the good smile company stuff a lot of their stuff is very limited uh they they are either by saving money or by creating the hype uh they limit very much what they produce the stuff so sometimes you have to if you want that certain figure you're going to have to watch out for it and sometimes they'll release pictures of it early and you'll see you can only pre-order yeah, they give they give they give almost a year to a half a year to a, at least usually about half a year at least of 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 for knowledge you you you, you do have know to set your you pre-order. are going to, yeah yeah because i i did the uh hatsumiku snow uh miku snow wizard miku or whatever it was magical snow miku and that thing was strictly you had to pre-order it during this one week. Otherwise, you're never it's never going to be localized. So there are certain things like that you have to be aware of. Uh, you can go to the Good Smile site and you can actually see what they have available, when they're going to be available. And a lot of what's going to be on that site is just going to say sold out because that's what they do. They sell it out and that's it. Yeah, but that's also why that there there is such a market for the um, for the, the that's, how you, that's how you know they're so... Yeah, that's why. That's a lot of that. 
Um, that's but that's how you know that these stuff this stuff is actually collectible. These are things that you're gonna cherish and know that there's a limit of them. That's not that everybody has it, and you've paid fifty dollars for something that everybody has. You're paying fifty dollars for something that very little people have, and it is it is itself, and it's it is an item. Um, I also want to suggest if you're gonna get into figures, pre-plan. Um, you're gonna need a lot of shelf space. Uh, look into glass shelving. There's a lot of pretty cheap sites out there with some good shelving. Just do your research. Look for sites. A lot of there's a lot of figure forums where people do nothing but talk about this stuff, and they make custom vinyl uh, display cases. But I want to emphasize the idea that when you get into figure collection, if you have a dust issue in your house at all, get them in cases because dust will ruin these things. They're very difficult to clean when you get dust on them. Um, I know when I get got back into figures, the first thing I did is I ran down and to a hobby shop and just bought a bunch of display cases just to put them in to preserve them because, yeah, again, dust dust ruins the color. It's very difficult to clean. And if you get to scrape that stuff, you're going to lose the paint. There's nothing like the smell of opening up your your little case and smelling. That Every PVC. time you open it, you smell what you smell when you first open that good smell box. <laughs> that is a special smell that is only known by those of us who actually collect figures. But with all that said, we have to say, welcome to the world of anime, son. Welcome. And keep in mind that we're again at TakuSpirit.com. You can go there for regular updates of new and coming shows, impressions, reviews of shows. You can get an idea what some good shows to find. We have a top anime list there that you can check out. There's also links to the reviews of those shows in the top anime list. Um, you go to our podcast link, get subscribed to our podcast so you can get regular updates on stuff. Um, you can check out also our forums. We have a lot of helpful people there already. We're, we're, get, we're getting a community building slowly but surely. And a lot of people there are very friendly, and you can get some ideas for shows to watch there. And again, thank you all for listening. Did you have any other things to add before we put this Anime 101 book to close and, and sell that textbook for a fortune? Almost yeah. two hours. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, A lot of good yeah. content in here. If you have anything that you want to talk to us about, and if you liked anything or you disagreed with anything, leave us a comment. Yeah. Like my brother said. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Zerul36, Z-E-R-U-E-L-36, and you're... California underscore Wolf. He's a popular guy there, so you kind of have to you have to get in there and say, Dude, look at me. Well, our, 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 our links are on the on the page, so if yeah, you... Yeah, TalkToFair.com, you can see all of our feed stuff on the side. Google Plus, Facebook, there's plenty of ways to connect to us and get updates on what we're doing. But we thank you all for listening, and we hope you all enjoyed, and you all take care. Oh,